Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So yesterday's show set the internet on fire, but it set something else on fire, too. Uh, I believe it set the whole Biden administration global elitist cabal on fire as well. Why? Because something happened yesterday, right after the show. Coincidence? Maybe. Possible. But I'm kind of out of my coincidence meter is kind of pegged. We got a lot to talk about today. Don't go anywhere, uh, folks, please. This is a super important show. Again, we're going to tie it all together. I got to give it to you in digestible chunks. Can't hit you with it all at once. Today's going to be another one of those. Today's show brought to you by GetRefunds.com. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. From the pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break and innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? You go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys, they put together a highly trained, this little known payroll tax refund program and have already returned $1 billion to businesses they can help you to. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. It's payroll tax refunds only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Big show today, so Joe, let's go. The fastest 53 minutes in commentary. 53, yeah. is that like an average? Did you do a mathematical average? of the, like, He did, Joe's been spending his nights uh, doing <laughs> mathematical equations. That's good, 53. You're probably right. That's a funny Close. thing. Close. How much you get on there? So, of course, the cover-up continues. Something happened yesterday after we did the show exposing the Biden connection to a Ukrainian billionaire. A Ukrainian billionaire knee-deep with a bank that the Biden administration and Joe Biden are trying to make go away. Something happened. I'm going to get to that in a second. But showing you again, the panic continues at the White House. Folks, listen, our shows are setting the Biden world on fire. And I got to be candid with you. I haven't seen panic like this in a long time. Remember, they, they, they're virtually certain nothing's going to happen to them legally because Merrick Garland's in charge, the attorney general, who's nothing more than a political hack and a goon. So what are they worried about? Well, they're worried about reputation risk for political reasons. That's why there is real risk if this gets ugly and Biden's forced out of the race, even if there are no legal consequences at all. Here, watch Kareem jump. By the way, it's Thursday. Anyone, anyone, another opportunity? Anyone change their vote? Nah, Anybody? Stinks. No. No, still still sucks. Okay, here's Kareem Jean-Pierre yesterday. Uh, as some news broke, in case you didn't get an update on the continuing, ongoing Biden classified document scandal they claim they're cooperating with, there was an update after yesterday's podcast was recorded and in the can ready to go. The FBI, it turns out, is looking at the Rehoboth Beach House, which they claim to have found no documents, which is kind of strange because why did they wait so long? Because that gives an opportunity for people to make things go away, squirrel them away, move them to other locations. Kind of weird how they waited. It's almost as if they gave them an opportunity to do that. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre asked about exactly that. And 
all the cooperation they're giving, which doesn't look like cooperation at all. Take a listen. I'm wondering how the White House can claim that they are being transparent when the FBI search of the Penn Center, Penn Biden Center, that happened months ago, was not proactively disclosed to the public. And what should the public take away from the fact that you are keeping information like this from the public? Look, I'm going to be uh, very prudent from here. I'm going to be very consistent from here. Uh, I'm just not going to comment uh, anything that is related to what is currently happening. This is a legal process. As you just mentioned, my colleague was right outside these doors answering many of your questions. He has done that these past couple of weeks, I believe four weeks now, and he'll continue to do that. Uh, anything that is specific to this uh, to this particular process, I would refer you to the Department of Justice and uh, also, again, my colleagues at the White House Counsel's Office. Which is fascinating because the Department of Justice refuses to comment and the counsel's office gives the same circuitous nonsense answers. It's almost as if they have something to hide. Almost. So our shows lately, I'm convinced, have been setting Biden world on fire. No, it's not some stupid ego thing. It's just a fact. We're one of the first podcasts to launch in the morning because we record super early. And one of the reasons is we wanted you to have the show by either your drive home, your drive in in the West Coast, your lunch hour, or your... Uh, or, or, you know, while you're at your workday, if you can listen. So we wanted you to have it. We didn't want you to wait till later. So it's awfully convenient that in the morning, the show launched about this Ukrainian billionaire named Igor Kolomoisky, who is an owner of this bank called Privat Bank, thought to be knee deep in payments sent to the Biden Inc. and Hunter Biden. And we aired the show yesterday. We make all of these deep connections. We show you how Biden is on a recording, which we'll play again today. Biden is on a recorded piece of audio. Uh, demanding of the former Ukrainian president prior to Zelensky that he shut the bank down involved in payments to his son. And nobody in the mainstream media seems to think in any way this is. So right after we expose the Kolomoisky connection, shocker, fellas. Again, I'm sure this is nothing but a one big, fat, juicy coincidence. Burisma connected oligarch who funded Zelensky's campaign. Raided by Ukrainian security force. Who is that Ukrainian oligarch? Igor Kolomoisky. No, I don't have an itch on my head. Uh, so yesterday we exposed during the show to kind of sum up that the U.S. Treasury, our government's completely hijacked, by the way, right now. We are in the throes right now of a sprouting tyranny. The Constitutional Republic has collapsed. Just about every department, DHS, FBI, Treasury, I said to you yesterday that our U.S. Treasury Department, that works for you, you pay for it, that's just a fact, is hiding a bunch of suspicious activity reports, bank records, many of which likely involve payments from a Ukrainian bank run by Igor Kolomoisky. The bank is called Privat Bank. We exposed that yesterday. Hunter payments, payments probably made to Joe Biden via Hunter. And look what happened. Kolomoisky gets raided. By Zelensky, which is interesting because Zelensky was his buddy for a long time. I mean, I covered it yesterday, but you just saw it in there. This guy, Kolomoisky and Zelensky are like that. So much so, Kolomoisky owned the broadcasting entity that aired Zelensky's comedy special when he was an actor. It's almost as if Zelensky was told something like, hey, you know, that Ukrainian aid you got for this fight you got against Russia? What is it? 40 plus billion dollars from us? Be a real shame if that went away. It's Kolomoisky guy, you know, the guy we banned from the United States because he knows everything about the Privat Bank and Burisma deal. Be a real shame if that guy started talking. 
You think everybody got the hint, Joe, after that? Like, oh, I got you. Oh, yeah. Really strange how he got raided yesterday. Must shut him up, right? Can't have Kolomoisky talking. Now, when I opened up the show, I told you I haven't seen panic like this in a long time. And, and again, make no mistake, it's got nothing to do with our justice system because there is no justice system. We have an injustice system. We don't have a justice system. I am not for the 10,000th time. So do not be confused or misled by anyone else claiming there are going to be any significant legal consequences for anyone involved. Hillary Clinton is still laughing after decades and decades of what I believe to be lawbreaking and malfeasance. Okay? Joe Biden will do the same thing. However, Joe Biden, just like Hillary Clinton, does not want to suffer the political consequences Hillary Clinton did, which is losing. Those are real and those are painful for them. That is why I believe panic is set in in Biden Inc. right now. How do I know panic set in? Because you can just read the tea leaves. They're right in front of you. It's clear as day on Hunter Biden's laptop is likely information that is sensitive and may have come from Joe Biden's himself. Hence the classified documents. Joe Biden's getting classified briefings on countries. Did any of that information make it into the Hunter Biden laptop? Well, that'd be a good thing to know now that the Republicans took over and they've got House hearings. You think something like that may surface in a hearing? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. We'll see. That explains perfectly this story from yesterday, February 1st, in the New York Post by the great Miranda Devine. Hunter Biden finally admits the infamous laptop is his as he pleads for a criminal probe. Criminal probe for him? No. For the people who exposed the laptop. Do you believe the moose nuts on this guy? So now, here's what's going on. Let me just translate what's going on for you so you understand from the lens of the Democrat side what I'm getting. Hunter Biden's claim before, and the Biden family, was to claim idiocy on the laptop. Remember that interview he did? Oh, I'm not really sure. Could have been anybody's lap. I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. That, when that went nowhere, and why did it go nowhere, fellas? Because there were emails from Hunter Biden verified by the business partner, Tony Bobolinsky from Hunter Biden, there were pictures of Hunter Biden, you know, with yeah, there were actual pictures of Hunter Biden. There are videos of Hunter Biden. The laptop had a Biden family sticker on it, and it was dropped off by, who was it dropped off by at the laptop? Oh, Hunter Biden, who signed for it with his own signature. So now that they're realizing the absurd, by the way, no Republican would be allowed after all that to claim it wasn't theirs. They'd be forced to resign. Okay. But because we have a bunch of hack communist goon Soviet media people, they were like, well, we don't really know. Laptop could be Russian disinformation because they're pathetic, disgusting filth. That's why. No one would have voted this corruptocrat into office if you would have been told the damn truth from the beginning. So now that they're realizing that this is going to get exposed in these congressional committees and Biden's going to run for reelection. And this is going to get really ugly, really fast. It may have political, although I don't think legal consequences, right? Maybe something minor for Hunter, like some tax charge he gets to pay off and no jail time or whatever. Then nothing significant is going to happen. But they are realizing this could be really damaging on national TV at a congressional committee. So now Hunter's claim, now that they realize they can't stop this train anymore, it's going to be, okay, it was my laptop, but you people who got a hold of it, yeah, you got a hold of it illicitly and illegally, and I'm going to sue you all for defamation if you talk about it. So uh, we welcome that lawsuit as well. I hear his uh, his crack legal team has been threatening everyone with lawsuits. Uh, let one. me just say publicly, I welcome that. I'm not kidding. It's not faux bravado. Why? Because the best defense against defamation is, in fact, the truth. 
which we've always put out there. So I welcome that. Um, I also welcome the opportunity to rebut that with a slap defense. A slap? No, not that's not a slap defense, like physical slap. It's strategic lawsuits against public participation, uh, which I'm sure will win, which would be really fantastic because then he can pay my legal fees, which would be all really awesome. Um, I also welcome the opportunity uh, to get to the discovery phase of that trial. We get to depose Hunter Biden and ask him, Joe, about those SARS and Prevot, because that's what we were reporting on. So, yes, send us a legal letter. Uh, We welcome that. We've got a great legal team over here. So bring it on, uh, Daddy-O. We more than welcome the opportunity. So what he's doing is they're doing the same strategy they did with the 2020 election, which is what? If you reported on the news of the day, which were claims of electoral malfeasance by the president at the time, Trump, which is unquestionably news. You have people threatening lawsuits about it because they don't want the public to talk about these things. You understand it's the exact same strategy here. Now, weaker people will fold and say, well, I don't want to get sued. Well, I wouldn't want to get sued either if you did something wrong. This is not a legitimate lawsuit. Hunter Biden's threatening to stop you from reporting on the laptop. They are desperately now getting asking you to stop reporting because they're trying to protect what? They are trying to protect a well-funded legal operation to protect Biden, Inc. and global elites from, from being exposed with their role in the Ukraine piggy bank. That is it. Ukraine was a piggy bank for global elitists and Biden, Inc. around the world. I'm going to tie it to Soros in a minute. And they are desperately trying to stop you from seeing the laptop because the laptop is the Rosetta Stone to all of it. You're going to see emails on it. You're going to see connections on it, networks on it, and maybe classified information that came from Biden. Maybe. Now, Miranda Devine is on Maria Bartiromo this weekend. Here is what they are afraid of, I believe, in the laptop. We've already seen emails with information that may have come from classified information from Joe Biden. We don't know that yet. The only way to do it is to cross-reference it. This would decimate, decimate Joe Biden and his chances at another term. Here, take a listen. Well, I think it's uh, the best indication we have so far that that classified uh, information that Joe Biden so um, sloppily, I guess, stored all over, you know, five different locations at his house, in his garage, uh, at his office at the University of Pennsylvania, that that may have gotten into the hands of his son, Hunter Biden, um, and that Hunter Biden was using it to... Uh, make him get make himself money with his overseas clients and uh, that included china of course and ukraine and russia um and this particular piece of information as ted cruz said was unusual and uh, it stood out uh, and who knows where he could have got that information but uh, it was just a week before his father flew to uh, ukraine and of course his father would have been getting classified in, uh, briefings beforehand Yes. Now, if you've been a federal agent, a DSS officer, a Secret Service agent, FBI agent, a league ad anywhere, and you've been overseas, Miranda Devine is onto something. She's a great reporter. When I spent time in Moscow, in Russia, I was on an investigative assignment there for about three weeks and went back on a protection assignment, or reverse, was there on a protection, went back on an investigative one to be precise. You will always get an embassy briefing. The Diplomatic Security Service, which is like the secret service for anyone who's not the president, who's a diplomat, the 
they run these embassies. There's an RSO, a regional security officer. They put together these briefings, and so does the intel community. Of course, the vice president of the United States, before travel over there, is going to get one of these briefings on Ukraine with classified information. Don't you find it weird? This email was sent from Hunter Biden with information on Ukraine as Joe Biden was going there and likely got a briefing on Ukraine. Does anyone else other than Miranda Devine find that interesting? Now do you understand why the laptop is such a big deal? It's the Rosetta Stone into this whole Ukrainian piggy bank where people were paying for lobbyists and information. Now do you explain why the 50, does it explain why the 51 intelligence officials desperately tried to make this laptop go away? Think of everything they tried. Social media tried to make it disappear. The laptop story. They banned it. Media people all went along with the hoax, coordinated hoax, and it was Russian disinformation. Intelligence officials from the swamp wrote a letter trying to make it go away. Liberal Democrats attacked anyone who spoke about it. They tried to say it wasn't Hunter's. Hunter tried to kind of imply it wasn't his. Now they're trying to sue. I just gave you, what, five, six steps they tried to try to desperately make this thing go away? Have you asked yourself why? If there's nothing on it, why do they care? Well, the answer is they care because, again, it exposes the Ukrainian piggy bank. And who is knee-deep in all of this? Bet your ass, George Soros. Story came out yesterday by Chuck Ross, really good reporter, Washington Free Beacon. Meet the dark money group helping Democrats undermine Republican investigations. So you're like, wait, you're like, wait, this should be clear. 51 intelligence officials tried to stop it. Hunter tried to stop it. Joe tried to stop it. Social media tried to stop it. Uh, regular media tried to stop it. The swamp tried to stop it. Everyone's tried to stop it. Lawsuits are trying to stop it. Now there's a dark money group behind an effort to stop you from seeing a Hunter Biden laptop. Gosh, sounds like a lot of people are concerned about this laptop. <laughs> the hell's on that laptop? What's on that thing? The winning lottery numbers for tomorrow? Who's paying for this project? You're never going to believe this one. A group called the Congressional Integrity Project. I love the names, Joe, by the way. Yeah. The Congressional Integrity. They should just put that on like a Superman type <laughs> logo and I'll wear it on T-shirts. The Congressional Integrity Project will provide the Biden White House and congressional Democrats with their data ads and oppo research on Republicans leading the investigation into the Biden family. So just to be clear what they're doing. This Congressional Integrity Project, with no integrity at all, is going to attack Republicans looking into Biden family corruption? And that, that's the Integrity Project? House Republicans have made clear their intention to investigate the Biden family business circle, the president's handling of classified documents, the crisis, and other stuff. So the Congressional Integrity Project isn't about actual integrity and figuring out what Biden, Inc. and their corruptocrats have been up to. It's about using all of the oppo research people to character assassinate Republicans. Sounds like what they did to Bill Clinton with that whole moveon.org thing, right? They learn from themselves. You're never going to guess this one, fellas, ladies. Who's funding the Congressional Integrity Project? No way. No way. No. Not George Soros. What? <laughs> I, I, dude, I hold on. We have some, I know, but to get the nitro, but I know, Elizabeth, I get it. It's a shocker. Joe's yeah. blood pressure because he's so stunned here. What the hell? So there's this fund out there, crazy pills, right? It's called the 1630 Fund. It's given one and a half million to the Congressional Integrity Project. Interesting. The Congressional Integrity Project reported the same amount in revenues. 1.5 million. 
seems to be coming from only the 1630 Fund. The 1630 Fund does not disclose its donors, though some of its backers have gone public with their support for the group. The billionaire Democrat donor George Soros has disclosed contributions of $24.9 million to the 1630 Fund in 2021 alone, according to the Grants Database. <laughs> so weird. <sighs> Intel officials, George Soros, Hunter, legal firms. The media Democrats, social media liberals, all so eager to make all this go away. The Hunter laptop. And then one of the guys who knows what may be on the Hunter laptop, Kolomoisky, gets raided yesterday by Zelensky. While we're giving money to Zelensky for this Ukraine war. Again, I'm sure they're just unrelated data points, so no worries at all. Let me take a quick break and we'll run down this road a little bit more. I'll show you at the end how this all involves a kleptocracy asset recovery initiative. Huh? And Soros? I can't give it to you all at once, folks. Pieces. How do you eat an elephant? One small bite at a time. MyPillow.com. Folks, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. You ever pick up a towel set and it felt really soft in the store and you get home and it doesn't actually dry you? That's kind of a problem, right? Because that's what towels are supposed to do, dry you. That's why MyPillow developed the MyPillow towels, the towels that work. We don't use anything else in the house. They're mind-blowing. They're soft and they're comfortable and they dry you really well. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code Bongino. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. These towels really are super good. I wash my face with them in the morning. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer from the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com, click on that radio listener's special tab and enter promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Or you can call 800-837-0459, 800-837-0459. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code Bongino. Pick up all this stuff. It's really good. Okay. So again, just summing up where we were. The Biden Treasury Department, because we no longer have a constitutional republic, but a tyranny, is hiding suspicious bank reports. I believe they are bank reports from Privat Bank in Ukraine. The owner of Privat Bank, who I believe may have wanted to talk and speak out about corruption in Ukraine involving the Bidens, suspiciously was raided yesterday. While Republicans are funding, uh, or excuse me, are engaging in an operation up on Capitol Hill to expose all this, there is a group funded by George Soros trying to take out Republicans. Looking into the laptop, because I believe it's going to expose all of this stuff. So, if a George Soros group, this 1630 fund, seems so interested in attacking Republicans, exposing the Hunter laptop and the Ukrainian piggy bank and the Soros operation, then how exactly has this worked? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me uh, let me let you in on a not so little secret. And it's not secret at all if you actually do your homework in the media, which means no one outside of basically this show and a few others. George Soros has been using our government for years. He's been using it for a couple of reasons. Number one, to advance his destructive socialist ideology. And number two, he's been using our government to protect his business interests, too. Now, that second part, the latter, is typically left out. 
A lot of people on our side assume that Soros is just an ideologue, which he is. He is ideological. We all are. He definitely has far left-leaning tendencies. Just look at the prosecutors he funds in the United States who are radical communists. Just follow the money. That's tautological. There's no leap in, in, there, there, there's no leap in logic required. If I fund Guy and Guy's a liberal, and then I fund Guy's brother who's a liberal, you can reasonably assume I'm a liberal funding liberals. Correct? Not hard? But thank you. He says, he doing his Spock against your logic is uh, firm, sir, Captain. <laughs> this latter part, it's the latter part that's left out a lot. Soros has been abusing his access network because he funds a lot of these candidates. He's been abusing this network to protect his business interests too. There's a reason he doesn't want the Ukrainian piggy bank exposed. Now, this is again, one of those pieces. I'm going to go through four screenshots, which is a lot. But it lays the entire thing out. The piece is from 2019 by John Solomon. It is in my newsletter. I cannot recommend in strong enough terms you read it. It's about, I don't know, a 2,000 word piece. Take about 15 minutes to get through, but it explains everything. It's up in the newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. It's free to subscribe. Just click that sign me up button. The piece, if you just want to go direct, that's fine too. We're not looking for your clicks. It's in the Hill. It's called U.S. Embassy Pressed Ukraine to Drop Probe of George Soros Group during the 2016 election. Now you're going to see why Soros doesn't want this Hunter Biden laptop out there about Ukraine stuff. There was a prosecutor general in Ukraine, Yuri Litsenko. Yuri Litsenko sat down for an interview with John Solomon and spilled all the beans about the Ukrainian piggy bank and all of these players who had their tongues, their nails, their, their greedy fingers in the till, okay? Solomon notes that Litsenko told him that he was shocked, this prosecutor general in the Ukraine, when the U.S. ambassador gave him a list of people that they shouldn't prosecute. So our U.S. ambassador in Ukraine is giving effectively their attorney general a list of people not to prosecute in their country and an unheard of level of public meddling in Ukrainian foreign affairs. Here's where you get a real kick in the balls. The list included a founder of this Ant AC group. You're like, Ant AC, Dan, I listen to your show. Isn't that the Soros group? Yes, it is. So the do not prosecute list included a founder of the Ant AC group and two members of parliament who vocally supported the group's anti-corruption reform agenda, according to a source directly familiar with the meeting. Wow, this sounds awfully suspicious. Our U.S. embassy was giving out a list of people not to prosecute, and one of them was this George Soros group led by this woman, Daria Kalaniuk, who showed up at the White House in 2015 to meet with the guy who would later be the whistleblower in the Trump case. So strange. It's almost as if they all know each other and wanted to get rid of Donald Trump. Here, get a load of this. So the group that the Ukrainian law enforcement was probing, this ANT-AC group, at our embassy told them not to prosecute, what was co-funded by the Obama administration and liberal mega donor, one George Soros. Oh, here's where it gets just delicious. And the group, Ant-AC, the Soros group in Ukraine, was collaborating with FBI agents investigating Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort. Ukraine, Hunter Biden, Obama administration money, George Soros, FBI, all going after Trump while they're making a whole lot of money in Ukraine. I made bad choices. Oh, oh, yes, you. (laughs) Yes, you did. I'm about to grab my whiteboard. I used on the Fox show. 
the lib guide to scan. That's what I'm looking at right there. Oh, good. Let me get, yeah, yeah, because it's very, it's complicated, the whole whiteboard. You know, people ask me for diagram. Hey, hold on. Let me do it. Yeah, this is a diagram. Yeah, we said that uh, after that one, what, two shows back. You, you, we need to illustrate it. Super yeah. it. It is. It's a complicated. Here's my diagram. So here it is, folks. Lib guide to scandal. Ukraine, Hunter, Joe, money and weapons to Ukraine. Very complicated. They asked for a flow chart. Here it is. There you go. Now, it's, <laughs> it's probably not what you were thinking with a flow chart, but you don't need to overcomplicate this thing. Now, here's where the story gets even better. It gets better. And by better, I mean worse. So not only was the Ukrainian prosecutor general told by our embassy, leave this George Soros group alone, as they're working with the FBI, by the way, to go after Trump. Maybe they were told to leave him alone so they could go after Trump. Oh. The group, Ant AC, again, the Soros group, highlights a little known fact that the pursuit of foreign corruption has resulted in an unusual alliance between the U.S. government and a political mega donor. Talking about George Soros. Here, pay very close attention to this line. So I'm going to tie this up for you in a minute. And this is going to be. After the Obama Justice Department launched its Kleptocracy Asset Recovery Initiative, remember that name, Obama's Justice Department did this, a decade ago to prosecute corruptions in other countries, the State Department, Justice Department, and FBI outsourced some of its work in Ukraine to groups funded by Soros. He's been a champion of the U.S. kleptocracy crackdown and a man with extensive business interests in Ukraine. It's going to get good. So the Obama Justice Department initiates this kleptocracy asset recovery program, basically a front to work with George Soros overseas and these other places and attack people who are their political enemies and George Soros's political opponents. Is that what I'm reading in there? Because that's certainly what it sounds like to me. You, you read it yourself in Solomon's reporting and he's well sourced that this K-A-R-I, Kleptocracy Asset Recovery Initiative, that the work with the, they were outsourced at the source. In other words, hey guys, we're going to call this a government thing, but you guys should tell us who to prosecute and who not to. So it's just interesting. The Soros team, considering they're working with the Obama administration and this kleptocracy initiative, the Soros group produced a memo. And the memo included a chart of Ukrainians the Soros team wanted to have pursued. Strangely enough, folks, including some with ties to Manafort, who was working for Trump. It's almost as if the people who are working with Manafort, there were two purposes to attacking them. Number one, takes out Soros's political opponents, Manafort and Trump. And number two, conveniently, some of the people working with Manafort were business rivals to George Soros. It's almost like Soros got a little pissed off that the Trump team or members of it, Manafort, picked the wrong horse. Solomon notes that senior U.S. law enforcement officials confirmed to him that the early kleptocracy collaborations inside Ukraine led to highly visible sanctions against the oligarch Dmitryo Firtash. Dmitryo Firtash, who was he? Oh, well, he was a major target of the Soros group. They wanted him locked up. And Manafort. Who was Firtash? Firtash was a business rival in Ukraine of George Soros. Take a quick break, and I'm going to tie this up for you again with a kick to the gonads. 
and you're going to see exactly how this whole thing works and how it ties to Kolomoisky, Hunter, and the laptop and why they want this thing to go away. Helix Sleep, today's show is brought to you by helixsleep.com. Sleep, especially as you get older, is critical, especially that deep, refreshing, healing sleep. Check it out. You just research deep sleep. It's so important. You need a good mattress to sleep deeply, though. Go to helixsleep.com and take the sleep quiz. I did. I was matched to the Midnight Lux. I love it. I'm actually going to get a new one. I've had mine for a while, and I'm about to get a new one. We love the Helix mattresses. Everyone in my family has one. They are terrific. Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Matter of fact, we even have a guest room with a Helix, and everybody always tells me they love the mattress. Fact. Ask my father if you see. Once you match, uh, once you match on the quiz, your mattress comes right to your doorship for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You wake up rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep, it's never far away. Helix is now offering up to $350 off all mattress orders, plus two free pillows for listeners to this program. It is so worth it. It's our, it's our best offer yet at Helix. It's H-E-L-I-X. So go today, Helix, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan, helixsleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Okay. So again, throwing another serious curveball in this entire thing. Soros has two big interests here in Ukraine. Protecting the Ukrainian piggy bank and his business interests. To do that, he has to protect himself so he doesn't get locked up in Ukraine. So what does he do, Joe? He allies with the Obama administration and key Ukrainians who protect him. As payback, the Soros operation then does what? Targets Trump and other people to get rid of them as payback for this protection racket. Mm. Now, just to be sure they were going to get rid of Trump, when the Black Ledger didn't work, remember the fake payments to Manafort, the Black Ledger from the Ukrainian? When that didn't work, they decided they had to invent a series of fairy tales about Donald Trump we we now know as a dossier. A made up story about him colluding with the Russians, which was totally fake to protect Hillary Clinton and the Ukrainian piggy bank and the racketeers that should be charged in a RICO operation uh, who are protecting Soros' business interests. So they note that Soros then wrote a sizable check from his personal funds to a group called the Democracy, Democracy Integrity Project, started by a former FBI agent and Senate staffer Daniel Jones. If you're like, gosh, I remember them. Who were they? Well, the group, they hired Fusion GPS, the same firm paid by Hillary's campaign and the Democrats to create the infamous dossier. Tied it all together now. And then when the dossier didn't work, the same lady who was running the anti-AC group in Ukraine for Soros, Daria Kalaniuk, who's Ukraine, uh, is, is, is part of this Ukrainian operation, she's knee-deep with the whistleblower, tried to get rid of Trump and the impeachment hoax, who was on the phone with who? Zelensky from Ukraine. Was Zelensky involved in the setup? Let's not get too complicated, though, here. Soros is protecting the Ukrainian piggy bank that Biden Inc. is a significant part of. They wanted some money, too. They wanted their hands in that. So the Obama administration needs a front. They need a front to work with Soros because Obama can't go out and campaign with Soros. Hey, look, me and George are working in Ukraine to go lock up George Soros' business and political opponents. They can't do that. They have to start these fancy name groups that then outsource to the bureau that outsource to Soros. Why? 
It's just degrees of accountability removed. I'm not going to work with Soros directly if I'm a liberal. I'll start a group that'll work with a group he started. That way I can go, I don't know nothing about nothing, Sergeant Schultz style, right? So what was the group that the Obama Justice Department started? I told you, remember the name before. It was called the Kleptocracy Asset Recovery Initiative. The K-A-R-I. Now, wouldn't it be just crazy if the same group that John Solomon's reporting is working with Soros, outsourcing their work to Soros to target conservatives and Soros' political opponents? Wouldn't it be nuts if they targeted the same Kolomoisky we spoke about in the beginning of the show who was running the bank, who was paying Hunter Biden, and they're hiding the suspicious activity reports? Oh, man, this is crazy. January 2022, Joe. So we're talking about, if my math is correct, that looks like about a year ago, United States filed civil forfeiture complaint for proceeds of alleged fraud and theft from, oh, Privat Bank in Ukraine. And who did it? It's the Kleptocracy Asset Recovery Initiative, of course. Well, that is a sucker punch to the gonads. Oh, so much. I wish I had a cup on. Oh. Is it, isn't this just weird, guys? So the Soros group oh, that the Ukrainian prosecutor reports is working with this kleptocracy asset recovery thing Obama started. That, yes, these people are back. And it's just so strange, you know. They waited till Biden got back in office, the same group, to start working again. And one of the few first people they target is the Ukrainian billionaire who I believe is ready to give up the whole Biden money scheme in Ukraine because he owns the bank and has an interest in Burisma where Hunter worked. And what do they do? First, they ban him from the United States. We covered that yesterday. Kolomoisky was banned. They didn't want him in the United States. They don't want him talking to anyone. Then Zelensky, who I'm, I'm telling you at this point is no friend of ours. They raid his house. And then we find out that a year ago, the same group thought to be working with the Soros group engaged in a civil forfeiture proceeding against him. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not, I, I'm not, it, it, it's just really stunning how I have to keep saying this, that to the media people out there, this is all right in front of your freaking face. Is anyone going to pick up on this? Well, I'm going to put it out on my Fox show. Saturday night at nine o'clock for everyone to see. I want to play this audio for you again. I want you to listen very closely to it now. We played it a couple times on the radio and yesterday on the show. You need to hear this. This is Joe Biden on the phone with the president before Zelensky, right as he's about to leave office and Trump's about to take over. He is terrified, terrified that Kolomoisky is going to start speaking. Because Kolomoisky runs the bank that's paying Biden Inc. And likely many others too. Kolomoisky is a quote, pain in the ass, Biden says. And they got to do something about him. And they got to close Privat Bank. I guess the Kleptocracy Asset Recovery Initiative was another effort to do that. Listen to this very closely again, how terrified he is about Privat Bank. This is why they want that laptop shut down. Check this out. Let me ask you one thing before I forget. Privat Bank. Um, uh, I understand, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the governor of the bank is, uh, is tentative about setting a date certain for the transition to take place. 
And I'm being told secondhand that, I don't know this is her position for sure, that she is unsure of a date until she gets an agreement from you. I told, here's what I've told them. I've told them to get back to her and set a date, and I would talk to you about the date. Um, because this is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get in the position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the detail. So anything you can do to push the, the, the private bank uh, um, to closure so that the IMF loan comes forward, I would respectfully suggest is critically important to your economic as well as physical security. I know it's difficult. I know Kolomorsky is a pain in the ass and a problem for everybody, but, um, but it really is critical. Kolomorsky is a problem for everyone. Runs the bank paying your kid you're trying to hide the treasury records of and the SARS. Kolomorsky, who is a central target of the kleptocracy asset recovery initiative that is working with Soros groups outsourced over there. Kolomoisky, who Zelensky raided yesterday after our show. If you're saying to yourself, I really can't believe that this is the United States we live in. This is the kind of stuff out of really terrible spy novels because I can't believe they'd be so brazen. You're correct. Let me throw one more piece of this puzzle in there. What does the media do, guys, every time we get another hot scoop about Democrat liberal corruption, Biden being a foreign agent? What do they do? What do they accuse you of being? Anybody know? What are we? Well, of course, we're Russian agents every time. Oh, oh. Right? So what they try with the laptop. Oh, oh, okay. So what they try with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Of course, Joe knows we're all Russian agents. I've I've been in Russia, so of course I must be a Russian agent, too. Duh. Whenever. (laughs) Duh. Yet. Now, Piva, that's the only thing I know in Russia. Spent a lot of time in Moscow. So there's a tell here, just like Biden's tell, when he says, no, 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 I'm serious. Oh, it's not a joke. That's how you know he's lying. Whenever the Washington Post, New York Times, or any of the liberal networks on television call something or someone a Russian agent, you can be reasonably assured you are right over the target and about to cause them real trouble. Now, back in 2020, when these tapes leaked, the one I just paid for you, They were believed to have come from an individual named Andre Durkash. Here's how you know the tapes are, in fact, real. The Washington Post reports that Durkash has passed links to Russian intelligence. He attended the Derzinski School of KGB in Moscow. Whenever they tell you it's Russian intelligence, you can be damn sure that those tapes are authentic. Every time. It's good stuff, right? Told you, I can't give it to you all at once. We got to go slow or else the story gets lost. Bottom line. Soros groups want Kolomoisky to go away because he owns the bank that will expose the Ukrainian piggy bank, piggy bank, Hunter Biden and everything else. And it's all on the laptop. All right. I need your help in something I'm going to get to next. Uh, holding me to account. I'm serious. I need your help because I, I, don't, I, I can't do it. I've tried and it takes a long time. So I figure if I crowdsource it, you all can help me out. And it's based on a tweet I saw. Folks, last uh, OmahaSteaks.com, our last sponsor, but one of my favorites. We've been at Omaha Steaks household way before they were a sponsor because the food's just simply delicious. It's fantastic. This Valentine's Day, fall in love with flavor when you save on delectable dishes and tantalizing taste from Omaha Steaks with their love at first bite sale. 
It's a perfect time to celebrate your better half and bring the steakhouse experience home for Valentine's Day. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Go today and use promo code Bongino at checkout to get $30 off your order. That's $30 off a delicious, endless variety of gourmet foods from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers. Those grill lines on them are amazing. Decadent desserts and classic comfort meals. Every bite's guaranteed perfect and is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go today. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter Bongino at checkout to get $30 off your order. No one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Order today and share a special meal with your special someone. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Check them out. This has been a great company with us a long time. I love their food. Omahasteaks.com, promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Okay. Um, I saw this story, it's just the news, about the various excuses being promulgated uh, among so-called people in the science field. It's in the newsletter today, the great Greg Piper. From colds to commotio cordis, medical pundits reaching to rule out the COVID vaccine and health scare. Uh, listen, it scares me. I bring this up today because we're seeing a lot of these medical incidents. Are they all due to the COVID vaccine? We don't know. Uh, probably not, but many of them probably are. Tomorrow. I have a, we've already recorded it. I'm going to spin your wheels. We have an interview with Dr. Robert Malone. Many of you have heard the name. He was one of the few truth tellers early. He was banned from multiple places from speaking out about the potential dangers of the COVID vaccine and the path we were taking. Well-respected guy. A scientist who knows the limits of his own knowledge. He is a smart, smart person, not a stupid, smart person like Anthony Fauci. The interview. Tomorrow, it'll be air here on the podcast. I think you guys are going to launch it relatively early. Uh, the interview's scary. I'm not going to lie to you. So if you're looking for cutesy time, it's one of the rare times I'll tell you not to listen. It's not a cutesy time interview. If you took the vax like I did and you've lived your life terrified ever since, which I have, there's really no good news in it. Sorry, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, I just, now Guy thinks there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And, I, and Dr. Malone does take a philosophical view of this at the end that I agree with, that if the damage is done and it's done and there's nothing you can do about it, then there's no sense focusing on the problem because the problem's already over. You should probably focus on the emotions at this point and just live your life because there's not much you can do. But the interview scared me because I've asked some people, hey, if you, you're a year or two out from this vaccine and you feel okay, you know, are you going to be all right? And some of them said, yeah, probably so. Now there is one good piece of news. He says the quality control wasn't great with these vaccines. So you might've got one that may have even been inactive because they, some of it was handled so poorly, but here's what I need your help about. I saw a tweet and it was a conservative commentator and there's an argument about what they promoted or didn't promote with the vaccine. And I'm not going to get into it because it doesn't really matter, but it thought I got to thinking myself, I was sitting outside catching some sun right before Guy. Guy sends me a text with an R ready, meaning get up here so we can get this show going. Right. But I took a few minutes extra as you know, because I want to hold myself to account. I was honest with you from the start that I, I took the vaccine under just it's a stupid to say. I was just scared. Again, I, I, I'm not going to relitigate the story. You've heard it a million times, and it sounds like a sob story, which it is. I had cancer. I was afraid. Thought I was going to get sick. Stupid. But I was one of the first people to get it. I've been terrified ever since. Never got any boosters. 
They were done within two weeks of each other. And I regretted it instantaneously. So I'm going to put this out to the crowd. Audience archivist Judy and others who, you know, they know more about the show than even I do. Did I ever in my show's history tell you to get the vaccine? Because if I did, I'd, I'd point me to the episode. I'm going to play it and I'm going to publicly apologize because I candidly do not. I, I always remember. Do you guys remember me ever saying that? Get it? You, no, I don't remember you saying that. No, I don't either, but I want to be sure. Yeah. I remember my take on it even early was that I made a unique decision because of the cancer and you should talk to your doctor about this thing first because this is new. And I remember pretty much sticking to that because that's what I felt and believed. But I want to be sure that I was not part of the problem, that I told you to do something that I did not gathered enough longitudinal scientific data on. And I'm going to expose myself if I did. Because it's the biggest mistake of my entire life. My heart is not doing great. And I'm really upset about it. So I encourage you to watch tomorrow's show with Dr. Robert Malone. And please send us the links. Say email us. Info at Bongino. If you can find it. If you can find it. Show us the time marker. I don't think it's there. But um, I can't let myself. I can't let myself do that. I've told myself to account too. Everybody should be held to account. All right. Uh, on a, just kind of ending up on a bit of a hilarious note, I just want to show you um, Joe Biden, kind of weekend comedy for you. The guy obviously is a sociopathic liar. So he's given a speech, was it yesterday? And uh, he loves to parrot this talking point. Like he's some big, you know, uh, you know, champion. He is the WWF heavyweight champion of the working class, whatever. He keeps telling everybody wages are up. I keep putting this on the show because it's so easily debunked by less than five seconds of research. Here, just check it out. I want to show you what I caught. Well, I ran for president to rebuild the backbone of the country. I know you're tired of hearing me say that. That was the reason I ran. And began to build the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. And uh, in two years, we made real progress. And the growth is up. Wages are up. Oh, my gosh. With the wages are up, Joe. I can't take this time. I took a different screenshot. Now, I, I put in Google. Dan, why are you using Google? Because I'm using a left-wing communist search engine, Google, to show you, citing government data on a left-wing commie search engine, how this guy is so clearly lying. Here's a screenshot from my phone. Real wages down. From December to December of 2022, real average hourly earnings decreased by 1.1%. Here, it gets even worse. The change in real average hourly earnings combined with a decrease of the 0.9% in the average work week, work week resulted in a 2.0% decrease in real average weekly earnings over this period. Lunch Bucket Joe is full of... He's just lying. All right, enough. It's been a long week. Don't miss my show. Saturday night, unfiltered. We're going to do that segment. We recorded it last week with the former mobster. He's unbelievably articulate about how the government and the mob are really almost one in the same tactics-wise. We're going to air that Saturday night. It's going to be good. Um, we're going to record some more content today, some more tomorrow. The Saturday night show is going to be amazing. We're going to expose this network, this Soros, Kolomoski, all this stuff going on on Fox, unfiltered at 9 p.m. Got some new angles for it. You're going to love it. Also got uh, 
Former quarterback Doug Flutie on. We talk about some stuff there too, which should be interesting. Don't miss the show on Filter to Nine. And please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us so much. It is free at no cost to you at all. It helps us stay on the charts. Subscriptions matter more than anything. They are free. Just click that subscribe or follow button on Apple, Spotify, and if you would on Rumble, please, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you very much. Please check out the show tomorrow with Dr. Malone, and I will see you back here on Monday. You just heard Dan Bongino.